2: Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Pod is War. Pod is War is brought to you by the good folks at Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with...
3: TheChairshot.com. Always
1: use your head. And use
2: your heads, you shall, and show a little love to your favorite website for news, reviews, and analysis with attitude. We can't do nothing. Yeah, the malls are opening back up, but they're going to close back up here momentarily. Corona 2, Electric Boogaloo. You're shopping online anyway. You might as well go ahead and let your fingers do the walking to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt because why? We've got something for everybody. That's why, you stupid idiot. We've got Save Tag Team Wrestling, Jesus Did the Job, Hashtag Journalism, which is probably my new fave right now, and many, many other cool Great designs that you can wear Walking around your house, quarantining Having your Zoom parties with the wine And the beer and whatnot. Again, if you appreciate the content we provide On a day in and day out basis Make sure you guys and gals show us some love By going to prowrestlingtees.com Forward slash the chair shot Please and thank you, thank you and please Folks, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt As always, I'm joined by Mr. Andrew Bellaz And returning Is the Commissioner P.C. Tunney Uh, First and foremost, shout-out to the scientist, DPP. He did an admirable job of filling in last week. We had a great time. I thought it was a great show, so I had to give him his props. But returning, Tony, how you doing? Hola, como estas?
4: Bien, gracias. ¿Y tú? Eh, Sí,
2: sí. You got nothing, Andrew?
5: I just... I wasn't sure if he was going to keep it short like usual or maybe give a little something more because he missed a week. So who knows? I mean, I, I, sh- I should know what to expect from Tony by now. You know, that week off just threw me off too.
4: Yeah, so. it, folks, it's going to be, intermit- it's going to be intermittent Lord, here as we move Oops. forward. So, you know, always expect uh, balls and plat, and then we'll get someone in here to, uh, you know, separate them when need be. Uh, but you guys you guys don't really need anybody anymore i mean i'm just kind of here
5: yeah but even though you you seem to have more of a, a fondness of balls and bats than balls and plates you know when it comes to this time of the year like we we still like you, and even if we don't need you, we still want you around. You you still you still are our, our moderator. You are our moderator. You you, you know you are our quarterback. We'll get T.O. in here so he can tell us how that is.
4: Get your <laughs> get your popcorn ready, everybody. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> hey. Speaking of football players, if you haven't seen it, the Celebrity Family Feud Edition with the NFL Hall of Famers against the NFL Up and Comers was a fun, fun episode. So check it out on YouTube. Head on over to abc.com. I think it was on ABC. That's where that's at. Uh, Steve Harvey never disappoints. But the interaction, I can tell you the Hall of Famers were Chris Carter, Orlando Pace, Kevin Green, um, Bruce Smith, Michael and Mike Irvin. Yes. And the best part of the show, the best part of the show. So... The Hall of Famers beat the Up Risers, right? And they go to Final Jeopardy. So Michael Irvin and Bruce Smith are gonna do the. <laughs> I love how you're mixing.
3: That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said yeah, Final Jeopardy. I just cut it. So they're gonna do, they're gonna play for cash.
4: They're gonna play for cash. I'm
3: sorry.
4: I'm such a. Yeah, I'm such a Jeopardy mark. I apologize. So fast cash at the end of the round. Michael Irvin, he goes first. He gets a whole shit ton of points. And the first question is, if Captain Hook moonlighted as a handyman and he could replace his hook what would he replace it with for a tool so michael irvin gets the question first and right away his first answer is hammer number one answer right bruce smith comes out and he gets asked second so he's getting all you know he can get buzzed because if he gives the same answer as michael irvin he has to give another answer so he says hammer which i think anybody would have said right and harvey goes it, it, eh, eh, which means uh, the answer was already given he has to give another answer so bruce smith says andrew do you remember no i do not bruce smith says penis
5: i mean you would be a pretty handy man if that was how that worked
4: so steve I'm- harvey so steve harvey starts reading the next question and like a quarter of the way through reading the next question he stops and goes he looks at the camera and he goes what the fuck did he just say and the whole oh show God. stops the whole <laughs> show stops so you guys go google bruce smith family feud you won't regret it i mean it was insane it was such a good time um, so I, I, I had to mention google
5: it. bruce smith penis but
4: bruce, bruce if smith google family feud, feud penis family
5: feud. That's
4: okay. <laughs> It'll be
2: there. Don't Google Bruce Smith's penis, okay? Just don't do it. All right. Uh, trust me on this one. Uh, trust me. Don't do it. So I don't even know yeah, what will come sex. up. But, it might be impressive. You never know.
4: Speaking of game it's shows, talent. I want to make an announcement, which will more than I, I'm kind of I'm going out of out of line here, and I'm going to make this announcement, and it's going to happen. I'm just going to make it happen, and. We're going to have to make some adjustments, but we're going to do it. But the chair shot match game is going to happen. If you're a fan of game shows, check out the match game. We're going to do the chair shot match game because we have enough personalities to do it. And it's going to be a fucking blast. And it's going to be half wrestling and half sports and entertainment. So official announcement right here on Pot is War. The chair shot match game is coming to a podcast near you right there on That's the Do do That's match game
5: that should yeah. be the theme song. It should just be you doing it, and that should be the theme song to the match game.
4: It's like, Otis is so fat, and then everybody goes, how fat is he? <laughs> and
5: the, this, this is the old school match game of you just have to match everybody else's answers kind of So thing.
4: we're going to pull six chair shot uh, personalities, and they're going to be our answer givers. And then we'll have two contestants, <laughs> and i feel like yours truly possibly maybe greg and then we have a producer probably dpp and uh we're gonna make this happen so i i hope you folks are looking forward to it i hope you listening to dwi we're doing a ton of trivia i know demarco's show has done it as well so that's kind of my before the show announcement
5: i like that announcement that's a good one
2: your before the show announcement during the show okay cool
5: he yeah, didn't well, ask any questions. Yet, we didn't so get. Technically to, yeah, stuck we didn't this get to topic one.
2: And not one of our better ones, might I add. Oh, <laughs> wow. I don't know. I, th- I think the balls and plats and balls
4: and bats thing. I think that hit it out of the park. Yeah, that could it. be a title. I could be balls and bats, <laughs> balls and plats. Okay, got it. We I didn't write it. I didn't
5: we write it. Certainly set at at the bar pretty low. I mean, so did AEW, but that's for later conversation. Wow.
2: Oh boy, boy, don't even get me started. Let's just get to topic one. Don't get me started <laughs> on that.
4: Big, big news in the wrestling world right now. New Japan is the newest of the federations to have a two-belt champion. Andrew, please tell all the people what conspired with their new two-belt champion.
5: Okay, so I I see what you did there, though naito did have two belts at the beginning of the year for most people but they do have a new two belt champion so i I,
4: i'll I'll give you half credit it's fine you know i know they had it first but it's newest it's newest i'm just i i get it you you don't really read moon
5: runes you didn't really study for the test it's fine Uh, i get you you still get half credit we're gonna grade on a bell curve
4: here so you're gonna get at least a c plus buddy don't worry about it i've been out drinking all Um, night folks (laughs)
5: But yes. <laughs> so the information that kind of lit
4: wrestling Fly on Fly me fire, to the moon. What?
5: Aside from flying I to the moon. Your it. was evil, was <laughs> evil. Evil not only beat Okada because of shenanigans and joined the Bullet Club and then turned on Naito. Then he beat Naito for the double championships on a uh, at Dominion. So literally. Did you say shenanigans? Did you say shenanigans? Shen- yes, but shenanigans, shenanigans. Yes. And fun. Yeah, I mean Again. shenanigans are cruel and tragic. Well, that, that's a problem. Is that evil shenanigans are cruel and tragic because they always end on him stomping on someone's fucking dick, and that's just fucked up. Yeah, I know. The Garvin stomp to the boys. That was his go to move all cup. And you'd think, after watching that for an entire fucking month, Naito would have wore a cup, especially because this dumbass comes out in a fucking baseball hat and a fucking baseball jersey most of the time, but no. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy you still have this. <laughs> that's that's perfect. I, I forgot you had that. Good job.
2: No, as <sighs> the man that has been punched in the dick previously, I didn't find any of that funny, and quite frankly, it was a little traumatic. Got, like, PTSD. <laughs> Post-traumatic or,
5: dick syndrome or something like that?
2: PTSD? <laughs> <much>. Yeah, PTSD. <laughs> There's the uh, title!
4: Post-traumatic yeah. dick syndrome!
5: Yeah. yeah. Uh, shit. Regardless, so Twitter lost their fucking mind because Naito lost the fucking match, and you know how the Western LIJ fans kind of treat Naito losing like it's the end of the fucking world. And I, I, it's funny, because I didn't see it coming, because I figured New Japan was going to be nicer to the, the collective fans and give the feel-good win for Naito because we're coming off a hiatus. But... This is also a nice reset because now we kind of can restart with a new heel, a new 100% heel bad guy champion to focus all the powers on. Ibushi and Tanahashi lost the tag time, the, the tag titles, so they might go back into singles mix to kind of face the new bad guy. Who knows? And this is about the right time because I remember I was I did a Cherish Art radio with with Ray. I think, at the end of last year. And I said something like, Naito will probably win at Wrestle Kingdom, and then he'll kind of hold the belt for a while until Dominion, maybe lose it there, maybe lose it around the G1, something like that. I feel like people would have been okay with Naito losing it now after a six-month reign if he had more than one defense and then four months off and then losing to Evil. So if there was two or three solid defenses and it felt like a a lofty or at least there was some there's some weight behind the rain, I feel people would have been better with the situation.
4: Before Platt chimes in here, Andrew, I want you to equate what evil being the heavyweight and IC champion in New Japan to WWE for those that listen to this show that aren't quite as familiar with New Japan. Like who in WWE would be like equal to what he's accomplished in a surprising fashion.
5: Okay. So, it would be like if Angel Garza suddenly beat Braun Strowman and Andrew McIntyre in the same day. And I'm saying that only because the perception of evil was that he was a mid-card, not jabroni completely, but he didn't have any real credibility to a singles run. His only singles title run was with the Never Championship, and that was, like, back in 2016 for 10 days.
4: And now, was... And who did he beat? He beat Goto for that, or no? He
5: beat Shibata. He beat Shibata for the okay, Never Championship. And then he lost it to Shibata. Okay. But he only held it for 10 days. Then he's been a six-man champion a couple times. He's been a tag champion with Sonata a couple times. So we haven't really seen him get a good singles push. So Garza is still newer, but he's that same kind of shock factor where is, you don't really see him as that guy.
4: How old That's, is Evil? Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, but I just want to ask a few more questions. How old is Evil? No,
5: Evil's Please. in his early 30s, I believe. I think he's like 31 or 32.
4: So it's not necessarily like uh, an Edge or a Cena winning a championship unexpectedly and then going on. Like He's a little bit more established in where he's at, right?
2: Yeah, you're, that that comp was interesting, man, because I thought the obvious comp would have been uh, Dolph Ziggler or Jack Swagger cashing in the money in the bank and, and winning the title. I thought that was the obvious comp, but... Please continue answering PC questions. But Ziggler, questions. I Ziggler my problem
5: here. with when Ziggler did it is Ziggler had the momentum of people behind it. People liked Ziggler. People people oh, had a okay. big boner for Ziggler for a while until
4: suddenly it fell off around the same time that... Check out DWI that, for an eye. Andrew's got a boner. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay,
5: and Evil is 33. He's a year younger than I am. But anyway, so... Yeah, so it's, it's it's because Evil wasn't established and didn't really have a big fan following. He was a fan favorite purely because he was in LAJ, and he was Naito's first, like, partner, subordinate, pareja, whatever they want to call him, because it's LAJ and they like to use the Spanish words randomly. But, I don't, nope, the perception is he wasn't legit. So, it's the same with a lot of people that people don't perceive as legit. Like, Roman... People didn't perceive Roman as legit for a while, but he was just a company guy. But he's a closer equa—he's uh, a closer equivalent to Okada because Okada had a similar blowback because he had one match against Yoshihashi when he first came back. Then he won a match against Tanahashi and won the title pretty quick. So people there didn't like that 100%. So it's not the first time we've seen New Japan not hotshot a title, but kind of put a title on an... an on, or un, unkind of, unexperienced person.
4: Unsuspecting.
5: That unsuspecting works too. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Thank you. But uh, I'm okay with Evil winning just because we're in quarantine. They have a limited roster. Story makes sense. Story is evocative to a degree because it's, Somebody that Naito trusted turning on him to go to Bullet Club, which is a big bad evil fucking club, and now they've got evil. And well, yeah, and it's in his name, so I don't know why people didn't really see this coming. His name is fucking evil, it's not fucking like Mary Poppins, so
4: (sighs) that'd be really cool, though. Tokyo 3K against Mary Poppins.
2: It did, it sold out in Guam. It sold out in Guam. Any comments? Oh, glad! Oh, cool.
5: I get to talk now. You so, could have so, talked at any point. You've just been making snarky comments, going back and. I to 3K. was trying to talk. It
4: so oh, I wanted to make a couple it more. It I wanted up. to make a couple more comments yeah, here. I, just wanna,
5: yeah. I just wanna. Yeah. I just wanna Tony's say. A... Been about something not WWE-related in years. Yeah. I was okay with
2: using it. I just
4: <laughs> want to say a few more things before Platt chimes in.
5: <laughs>
2: See, this is what happened last time. Do you, do you really have something to say or are you just fucking with me
5: now that was our highest rated show when you started reading parables or whatever the fuck it was at the end of the show <laughs>
2: <laughs> go
4: get the phone book Plank. go get the phone book okay number one
2: that was the cabalion and I, I suggest <laughs> everybody under the sound of my Facebook gets that book you can literally find it online for like $4.95 it will change your world trust me on this anywho so okay, for starters, I feel really bad for Naito and Drew McIntyre during this whole quarantine thing because these were guys that finally got the ball and now the world has gone to hell. Yeah, you know, it just sucks. It almost feels like both of those gentlemen are snake bitten. There's a lot of parallels between the two, so I feel sorry for them about that. Uh, number two, so the idea to put the or the concept to put the title on evil. So either Ghetto had way too much time on his hands during quarantine because they weren't doing shit or he felt like New Japan needed a spark and I would say the answer to that is yes because I mean number one they had already, New Japan had already started to lose a little bit of steam at least here in the west with the mass exodus of a lot of the guys going to AEW they waited probably two years too long to put the title on Naito and then Naito finally gets his run and his shot, they finally give him the ball and then the entire world just goes to hell. So they've been losing a lot of ground because they locked down they weren't running shows and New Japan wasn't in the lexicon when it comes to wrestling. I mean, AEW WWE, yeah they had some spots, you know, some uh, promotions in in Japan that were still running but New Japan just wasn't part of that. So I think that this evil thing is something to kind of, it's provocative. It's shocking and it's provocative, and it's something that put New Japan right back in the forefront of wrestling. So on that level, it's brilliant. And you can't say that evil's not going to draw because nobody's drawing right now. There is no such thing as a draw. And yes, I know Japan and New Japan they're they're having they're going to have uh, you know fans in the in the stands, but obviously it's not going to be full capacity, so it doesn't really matter. But it's something to get people talking. So if on that note, I think it's brilliant. But, Andrew, let me ask you a question, man. Have you noticed, like, the past maybe, I don't know, maybe, I'll say, three to five years? My time table might be a little bit off, but have you noticed that Ghetto and just, you know, New Japan in general, their booking style was starting to get more and more westernized?
5: Oh, They've been westernized for a while, and it started with Ghetto's booking style. And... It's because Ghetto loves the old 70s, 80s, Southern NWA kind of way of booking, which is why he's integral in being the manager that'll hit you with the steel pipe or the brass knuckles or like that that old school kind of thing. And it's fine, and it helped to reinvigorate the company because the company was not very well off before ghetto took the books over and before balor or prince Devitt at the time formed bullet club and tanahashi kind of helped to reignite the spark so it's worked and old school pero heads like japanese fans don't love it because it is more westernized but it allows more western fans in granted then we get shit like this where everybody's crying about evil doesn't deserve it and all that other shit when evil was a young lion evil's come up for the last six years from bottom of the barrel nothing to mid-card relevance to being in the hottest stable and the number kind of the number two three guy and then when Shingo came in everybody kind of figured it was going to push evil out but people wanted to see how it was going to happen and this this is his coming out party in a sense is breaking out whatever you really want to call it and I feel people just don't expect it because they didn't follow it that long because many Western fans of New Japan are Bullet Club fans, Kenny Omega fans, Fairweather fans, last couple year fans. So they didn't follow the whole story. So they don't see it as a big, slow, gradual, the darkness has enveloped evil kind of thing unless you've paid attention for the entire time. And I'm here for it, man. You know,
2: I didn't want the title off Naito so quickly, but, I mean, his run has been ruined anyway due to, you know, circumstances beyond anybody's control. And, again, I'm just to reiterate this. They had to do something to get their name back out there. They've been gone for a long time, so they had to come out with a big bang, and this was it. And, And, I mean, it sets up a lot of interesting possibilities because we all thought we knew where they were headed pre-COVID we all figured it was going to be Abushi and Naito at Wrestle Kingdom next year right I think that was like the general
5: consensus that that's where they were going like Andrew am am I speaking out of school when I say that possibly with Jay White in the mix somewhere too but yeah that they were some leading characters
2: and we might still end up there but now there's a fork in the road or now we've got a we've deviated from the from the script and that's exciting that's always exciting in wrestling so let's see what they do with it and I so, shall hell i got more faith in ghetto than you know than any of of other booker on the planet
5: with the possible exception of down callus yeah that's a fair point, yeah. So, yeah, a fair point. Look, yeah let's rock with it see what happens so let's let's end it on this and i'll ask both of you a question because i know you don't follow it super hard but you do obviously notice Naito's knees are taped up a lot and they've been more taped up over the years do you think Naito gets another title reign if his knees don't give out on him? yes I think you kind of have to
2: Yeah.
4: I think that was it right there
2: I, I think you have to because I mean Tanahashi is kinda he's he's kinda when John Cena won the US title and was having the US open title challenge, mm-hmm. he's still there and he's still that dude, but he's clearly not fermented in the main Are event you, scene. So Tanahashi is there.
4: Any title Okada or the heavyweight title?
5: To. The the main title. The main title.
4: No, scene. never again.
5: Cause my my only counter to Chris what you were saying that would support Tani, is us being WCW fans, and Tony at least caring about WCW a little bit in the 90s, we all remember how big Masahiro Chono was. Chono was fucking fire. Chono was fucking gold. He won the G1 five times. hes I'm pretty sure he's won it the second most times just behind Inoki. And he only held the belt once for 44 days in 1998. The most popular motherfucker was somebody that's considered like a fucking god in wrestling in New Japan and Japanese wrestling held the IWGP Heavyweight Championship once for a month and a half
4: didn't need the belt
5: and Plus, Naito they're, is they're... in a very similar position where he's been the most popular guy for the last five years with the most popular stable so he, they might see him in a similar Chono way I think
2: that you know we talked about it you know Gator, Gator, excuse me ghetto's booking style is a lot more western than traditional Japanese wrestling so uh, I think you're going to see a lot more hot shotting with the belt here and there not hot shotting you know to the levels of like WWE like you win the belt on Sunday and then you lose it on Monday but I think we're going to see a little more hot potato there I think (laughs) that he's going to get a run again and I mean frankly he deserves a run let's see if he can be that dude because I mean there, you know, two years ago he was the most popular wrestler in New Japan and Still that's is. probably when they. Sh- yeah, but you gotta admit his popularity has waned some. He's not as hot as he was a few years ago when You're they were looking at it trigger. from you the gotta... Western
5: perspective, where Western fans have lost faith because they don't enjoy long-term booking. When they pull the Japanese Western. fans, which is who they care about and who they play towards, and how Japanese magazines have new Japan people on it more often than not. He's the most popular by a wide margin.
2: But you're honestly telling me, okay, he's probably still the most popular. I'm, I'm, I'll am I'm, bow to your expertise on that. He's the most popular. But you're really honestly telling me that he's as hot right now as he was, what, two, three years ago. You're, you're, you're honestly going to tell me that?
5: As hot? No. But he still carries weight. He's still the most popular. That's he's all, still the all popular. I would say. That's I all mean, I would say. If they sell a hundred thousand hats or if they sell ninety thousand hats, it's obviously a little down, but it's still the most out of everybody. You know what I'm saying?
2: Fair enough. But I, I applaud I applaud the swerve because they had to do something to get their name back out there.
5: And look it led Potter's war. For whatever. Yeah, this that might swerve. be a first. This might be a first where we kicked off with New Japan. Yeah.
2: That's that's a possibility.
5: <laughs> Say it again. Say it again.
2: Say it again.
4: That's a possibility. Yeah, <laughs>
2: close. That was close. possibility. I did, possibility.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I did it. On, I did it on purpose. In that window. Yeah, that
4: In wasn't. That window. wasn't a drunken oh, thing. That, that, that's a. That's a
2: midwestern idiom. You see, it, it's no, just. No, it's a colloquialism. No.
5: That's
2: all. That, <laughs> no, but Billy Gunn was with the hoggy tongue man. You remember that? He was possibly.
5: <laughs> yes. Yes not rocket Billy. It was possibility.
4: As we move on here on Pod is War.
5: Promotional consideration. Paid for by the
0: following. This is your boy Killy Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore. Everything progressive. Make sure you check it out. thechairshot.com
2: thechairshot.com always use your head
4: all right gentlemen we're gonna cover it i know we're i don't think anybody of us is looking forward to it but extreme rules is happening this sunday and oh boy look at that sour puss over there on andrew's face uh you know since since we're groaning and moaning here andrew i mean what is there anything you're looking forward to on this card
5: um. Well, th- there's a. You Oscar match,
2: better right? say. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, there's a Sasha match. It just. So I happened. said it he right. The per- there's an Oscar match. match get it right? right. Get it right or pay the price. Oh, I, I did get it right.
5: There's an Oscar match, so. World that all and Shorts fans. And and you know, to be a hundred percent honest, we've seen McIntyre and Ziggler before. It's not like they can't work together that will probably be a pretty good match and depending on what happens on Friday, we might get Nakamura Cesaro versus New Day dragged out to Extreme Rules.
4: Okay, so uh, you, we can we, yeah. we can go down another road if you guys don't want to talk about this. WWE has given the city of Los Angeles basically until December to decide whether or not they're going to hold WrestleMania next year. You want to talk about that instead?
2: I mean, I was willing to talk about extreme rules, but bump it. I, I, I will. Leave, I will end my extreme rules things with: do the right thing, you, you cowards. Put the belt on, Sasha. Three belts, Banks. I'm here for it. Do the right thing, you cowards. Pull the trigger. That's right. Leave this, the uh, belt
5: on Asuka and give us Kyrie versus Asuka. That's what we
4: want to make. Alright, I'm glad I short tracked that fucking argument because that's pretty much all <laughs> that was gonna come down to. But let's talk about <laughs> Let's talk about that. I mean, like this is the this is the most we're gonna get into WWE is previewing extreme rules. And if you want to preview extreme rules, put extreme rules in your fucking Googleplex. And look it up on Wikipedia, and there's your preview. But for now, let's talk about the likelihood that Los Angeles is going to have WrestleMania 37 next April. I mean, WWE literally gave the city a deadline of before the new year. you got to tell us whether or not, and then we're going to make adjustments. Thoughts?
2: Yeah, this shit ain't happening, man. They gave the city of Los Angeles. If I'm wrong, PC, please correct me. But I believe what I read. They gave the city of Los Angeles until December. Yeah, to before New Year. Green light, WrestleMania. Yeah, that shit ain't happening. That's not happening before December because we finna be back on lockdown. So that's not happening. So the likelihood of WrestleMania Los Angeles actually taking place as of right now on scale to one to a thousand, I'm giving it a negative fifteen.
4: Oh, I was going to go with three.
2: Yeah, I'm giving it a negative 15. I don't think it's happening.
4: So you're 18 notches below me. How about you, Andrew?
5: I'll give it like a 15% chance of happening because depending on how bad it is in California and the general consensus, because I know California was one of the main states to kind of kick off Corona 2.0 and lockdown 2.0, whatever we want to call it depending on how serious they take it, and if
4: they... You gotta stop. Platt, can you tell them
2: what it is? What are you talking about? What?
5: Uh, No, no, I was expecting someone to cut me off with whatever it's actually called. Come on.
2: Yeah, roll to Electric Boogaloo.
5: There we go. But regardless, the point I was getting at was, depending on how bad it really is over there, I, I... I'll give it a 15% chance of happening. I don't really see it happening, but I could see them rolling the dice by December and thinking that April might be enough time. Cause what December is another five months from now, April's another nine months. So they might think that there's enough time there. Granted, I don't think we'd get a live anywhere Royal Rumble, but Mania is a a very very soft maybe.
2: Well, this the thing. Hold on, PC, real, just real quick, This This the thing, man. If this was happening in Florida, I would say yes, all the way. And I don't want to get too political because we try to kind of shy away from this. But at the same point in time, man, it is what it is. You know, they opened Governor the up. <laughs> no, well, what I'm getting, yeah, what I'm getting <laughs> at is, you know, Governor <laughs> Dousa, He's a bleeding heart liberal, whereas DeSantis, who is the governor of Florida. Trumpet. Not only is he a Trumpet, like Trump actually went down to Florida to to stump for him, and we know the relationship that the McMahons have with the Trumps. So that's why they had a little more sway with DeSantis, and they were able to run shows in Florida. And now every wrestling show is running shows in Florida. I don't know if they have that kind of pull and that kind of stroke when it comes to California. That's another reason I say I I don't see this happening.
5: I, I can't really argue with that. I'm just given the amount of time there might be a small chance someone rolls a dice. I doubt
2: it. Bruh, wait, wait till about uh, September, October. This shit's about to get worse than it is right I mean, now because everybody's going out. I think September, all really is
5: jumping off point in general because that'll also be if we get football or how we get football or you know how all this other shit happens. And I think football season ish is kind of when we start figuring out what the rest of 2020 and early 2021 looks like.
4: Let me hit a couple things here. Much apologies to everybody that's a listener for Three Man Weave. I'm a busy guy, especially in the summer. Platt's got a whole lot of shit going on. Ray Cash, family man, he's got other shit going on. We'll be back next week. We apologize. It's our first hiatus since we started, including covering uh, the Jordan documentary. So uh, at Three Man Weave, make sure you follow that and check that out. We'll be back next week. But... It's funny because all the sports stuff is coming back. The basketball tournament just finished, right? TBT, winner take all million bucks. I had to throw this in here. Marquette won, Milwaukee, booyah. But someone actually did complete a whole thing that they set out to do. The basketball tournament was 24 teams, 24 team tournament. So they had some guys test positive. That team was eliminated per the rules set beforehand so when you talk about corona and the things moving forward it's really interesting to see whether these sports are going to finish or not i am always interested to see the different precautions that AEW and wwe are taking right like kevin owens is now uh you know uh, valid uh, for the mask thing and and the fines and everything else so you got rudy gobert talking about the the hotline, the anonymous hotline to call in and you can get people in trouble for not wearing a mask,
5: but <coughs> the snitch. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah that that that's just snitch bullshit, yeah.
4: I mean the whole thing is where is your line personally when it comes to all this stuff?
2: What do you mean by where's our line? I don't understand. Everybody. The question.
4: Anybody under the sun that's listening, like Everybody else has a different line. Everybody else, some people won't leave their house. Some people will only go into the store with a mask. Some people don't wear a mask. Some people just go ahead and live their life. I mean, where is your line personally is basically what's happening in the world right now. And we're going to find out how that's going to affect everybody else. I get what you're saying. This is affecting everybody. Like, I mean, it started in China, and here we are globally just trying to figure out the
5: fucked up thing though is when you were talking about your basketball tournament and how somebody was eliminated after x amount of people tested positive i was thinking wouldn't that be a funny way to take the piss out of covid if royal rumble turned into over the top rope or if you have a temperature over like 99 you're eliminated (laughs) from the rumble that would just be i okay i'm a sick motherfucker i'm aware of that but could you imagine the referee just pulling out a fucking thermometer and going to the cane and be like, open your mouth. Or, or doing this thing where he shoots him in the forehead. he be like, you're eliminated. Get out of here.
4: Santino Morello would be the perfect guy to be on the apron shooting guys' foreheads as they were getting tossed over the top. Being like, oh, no, you're snake
3: snakebitten.
4: You're out. And then the new stat for next year is
3: COVID eliminated 14 people, so it's actually got the most eliminations. Fuck Roman. <laughs> fuck Kane.
4: It, it, it should eliminate 19 people. COVID
5: 19. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I mean, we City. That's what we're okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, I've been saying this shit on all my platforms, man. And I know I sound redundant when I say it, but it is what it is. I mean, the. One people got tired of staying home and they just said the hell with it, man. We want to go to Panera Bread. We wanted to go to Super Cups. But at the same point in time, it's not like the government did anything to try to to try to prevent this, you know. As opposed to you know over in Asia, the countries over in Asia, man, they actually did things to try to prevent this, and they still found spikes. Over there.
4: Walmart came out today and said you have to wear a face mask if you want to come into our
2: store. months <laughs> Honestly, this is something that we're just going to have to live with. And this is just the new reality. This is the new normal. We're just going to have to live with this. Similar to the flu season and all that other shit. Like This is just the new normal now. We're just going to have to figure out a way to live with this. More or less.
5: yeah. yeah just-
2: no, nobody's Doing anything
5: about it, so we've we, we, they're just know. dry so switching we, on each other because some motherfucker's not wearing a mask or yeah. being a complete baby about it. I, I don't know, so yeah,
2: this is just a oh. new normal. And I mean, the thing is, man, eventually we do have to get back to some semblance of normal because there's going to be a lot of businesses that don't make it out of this. But Andrew, I kind of agree with you, man. I'm very fascinated to see what happens when football season starts because I believe, I firmly believe. That if the American public does not have football, either professional or college or both, they gonna turn this bitch into the Hunger Games for real, for real. <laughs> I how I feel. So that's gonna be interesting to see how that plays. And I'm good, man. I got my Second Amendment. We got food. We got liquor. We good. We got two incomes. We good. You can come in this fellow farmer if you want to, but I'm gonna tell you like this: it ain't gonna go how you think it's gonna go.
5: No, and you got a new place to to scout the dimensions and the defenses. That's even better. So you got some time. You got some prep
4: time. Always shooting down. Always shooting down. All right, hey folks, that's our extreme rules preview.
3: Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.
4: Alright, folks, so, you know, I was not able to watch any of the Wednesday Night War tonight, so, Mr. Platt, Mr. Belaz, if you will,
2: whoever's ready and willing. Alright, so, I didn't get to see everything because I was working... I really enjoyed AEW's main event, Nick Gage versus uh, John Moxley. I thought that was a really good match. Nick, Gage? Nick Gage
5: showed up to AEW? Was it a hardcore match? Did he fuck somebody with a door or a table? Because I thought it was Brian Cage.
4: No, he took the hook off his we hand and replaced and it with a penis.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself, number one. So now, so you would, okay. If okay, you right, were as so Captain you Penis, you could do me. it. So you, you want to interrupt me? Handy, no. Man. So you want to interrupt me and correct me now? But last week when I called three man weave bandwagon nerds, you just let that shit ride and had me looking like a goddamn.
5: Hey, idiot. I don't know okay, what your cool. schedule
2: is. Hello, maybe
5: you were hello, talking hello. on bandwagon nerds, and maybe y'all were talking about Alan Iverson or whatever for some reason, or Deshaun Jackson. That's what you brought up. I don't fucking know. I don't know what the topics were. You get the rundown. I don't. I'm not on that show. So boom. <laughs>
4: Uh, yeah, you just
5: uh,
2: uh. me. <laughs> I wasn't overwhelmed with you know our show this weekend and let me ask you guys this what is the deal and I, I have to tread lightly when I say this but what is the deal with sunny Kiss? I mean you know no 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 disrespect to the brother and I, I don't even know if he classifies himself as a brother I don't know if I should say brother sister I don't know how he classifies himself but no disrespect to to sunny whatsoever he, he is athletic, and he does have some charisma. But mm-hmm. people just seem to go cuckoo for cocoa Puss over this guy. And is it one of those situations where you can't say anything bad about him because they're going to label you as a horrible person? Is that what it
5: is? You don't you know what I'm saying, Ed. Yeah, that you're going to get labeled like Cornette did because Cornette made a similar comment, if you remember, after their first show about thinking he was you know, doing like burlesque or something like that at the Tropicana and didn't understand the joke and people were offended that he took it that way. That Sonny Kiss match, let me put it this way, if his gimmick is or his his gimmick name is like the Concrete Rose all of the pedals must have fucking fallen off and he must just be a stem because motherfucker is green as all shit. That match was one of the worst fucking things I've watched and I've seen Joey Janella try to wrestle. He missed. Cody missed moves. He missed moves. Moves looked botched. Moves were sloppy. He was slow when he fucking went for kicks or for transitions. That was a pile of actual shit that Cody could not save and it actually made Cody look worse. It was one of the worst fucking matches I've seen all year year. I don't give a shit what his, his fucking sexual orientation, day job, fucking night job, whatever it is. That made no sense. That match was shit. And who the fuck was the heel? Here's the part that really pisses me oh, off. Nobody was clip. Cody was clearly the heel. He was working heel. He was working heel. You have him come... You have Sony Kiss come out with the cheerleaders and get everybody all happy and riled up because he's all energetic and charismatic. And then, when he dishes Cody out to the outside because, I don't know, something finally connected or Cody thought it did, so he decided to fucking powder out. Then he fucking fucking face palms the fucking camera and pushes the camera guy? Who the fuck are you? Are you the face? Are you trying to gain some fucking sympathy? Why would you fucking just schmoz the fucking camera like that? Do you know who the fuck you are? Between last week when he comes out on Lance Archer's fucking shoulders as fucking Joey fucking Jelly Nutella's fucking second, doesn't sell, forgets he's supposed to be injured, and starts bopping around like he's fucking fresh as a daisy, and now he fucking has this garbage-ass fucking TNT match? Fuck that shit. Go back to getting trained. You fucking suck.
2: Well, but they have to push him because... Excuse me. AEW, when they first came out, they... Well, no, the thing is, when AEW first came out, they positioned themselves as the quote-unquote woke brand, and I say that in quotations. Sure, that's why they had
5: to wrote- for a 90-pound fucking girl and not be the initial champion. Yep, that's right. They're woke as fuck, aren't they?
2: Well, you're, you're actually proving my goddamn point. I, I know, you I know where you
5: stand on this, that's why. <laughs> Yeah. I, I can you be with- the cornet and the asshole here, so you could be a little nicer. You can pick your words a little better. I don't care. This whole fucking show, with the exception of the main event, offended me from fucking ring work, redundancy from fucking... FTR, fucking pouring the fucking beer on Omega, which was great because he's a fucking nerd and they finally fucking treated him like a nerd. Then we've got the orange juice fucking thing where you just fucking pour that on. Ortiz flopping around like a fucking moron. He's the only one selling it like he's a like he's a fucking Three Stooges reject. And then, then you got fucking Kenny Omega selling for Marco Stunt. Now. I understand that when you play with your nieces and nephews or your small children, you want to have fun and pretend like they're doing damage, but you do not sell for someone who comes up to your crotch, and then just because they ball their fist, you actually cower in fear and frustration. What the actual fuck was this show?
4: I'm 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 not sure if the people know, but Angry Andrew has entered the show.
5: I don't think they figured it out because this no. was the fuck to this say, they fucking sense. Jesus fucking Christ. They, Angry they Andrew really ladies and gentlemen. This Mark... They actually think
2: that this Marco stunt guy is the next Rey Mysterio. Number one, he looks like a fourteen year old boy. He doesn't have charisma and you're literally comparing him with one of the greatest wrestlers of all time who came from a wrestling family and has been wrestling for the last 30 years. Hey
5: fucking Marco, if you get my fucking drift. But
2: I uh, yeah, fuck what I was talking about, man. Let's let's go back to um No, so FTR versus the Lucha Brothers. I didn't hate that match. I thought it was okay, man. What did you think about the actual match itself?
5: Okay. If the Lucha Brothers weren't involved, that would have been a decent match. The Lucha Brothers were sloppy. They were slow. They fucked up. They can't hit that fucking wheelbarrow fucking flip that they always fucking do. Everything they do. Okay, Pentagon, I've had my issues with him before because whenever he's supposed to make a save or not make a save on the outside, he is one of the laziest, most non-involved fucking motherfuckers in the world. And that happened in this match. You saw his ass fucking straddling the bottom rope for the first two counts, and then it goes, oh, yeah, I have to break this up, and then he jumps in right before three. He is fucking beyond... Terrible when he wants to be that fucking lazy. FTR, love them. I agree they're probably the best fucking t- tag team in fucking wrestling right now. But Lucha <sighs> Brothers, every time there was a problem with that match, it was their fucking fault.
2: And what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, I'm is he not going I, I
4: think no. Who's your best? Okay, okay. All right, let's go, go, let's go. Let's go. No. Let's go around the horn. Let's go around no, the horn. We're not, we're not,
2: gonna, well, stop. Hold on, Teddy. we're not going to We're not going to make we're not going to bury the the Hispanic brothers, man. It was a clash of styles, point blank period. It was a clash of styles. Who's your skill Best class of styles. Best, of styles.
4: best of tag. Skill. Best tag. One day. Best tag team in the world. Roll on the horn.
5: FTR.
2: I would begrudgingly, not begrudgingly cuz I don't hate them. I would probably say FTR. Because New Day is getting stale. I don't think New Day gets enough uh, credit for how, what great workers they are because of the pancakes and shit. But they're damn good workers, too. Oh,
5: they are. I'm not a good are damn good, too.
4: Well, like, I, I, to I'd I, I give you the Uso's if they were wrestling, but they're not right now. So yeah. I'd give you War Machine.
5: Oh, you mean the the Viking ninjas who decided to just fuck off for like four weeks and bowl and fucking play fucking patty cake? Or whatever fuck that was? No, thank you. Don't yeah. Pick, yeah.
4: don't pick a fight with they the wrong person, them Andrew.
2: Themselves. Yes, because well, they they booked themselves. Yes, that's what happens. Every, every wrestler booked themselves. The, I said,
4: don't pick a fight with the wrong exactly person, the Andrew. World on fire when they're allowed to wrestle. Also,
5: so what? what? Wait, huh? what did you see Tony? Oh,
4: huh, what? Don't pick a what fight with say? the wrong. Don't pick a fight with it the wrong person.
5: Matter. I ain't picking a fight with nobody. I'm just saying their matches haven't exactly done wonderfully, and they've looked like fucking jokes. So remind me the last time that you know the Road Warriors or the Steiners or any of the legitimate tag teams from us growing up looked like fucking dweebs at some point.
4: There's no one that's making you pay more attention to them in the tag team world than War Machine right now.
2: Actually, I think that would be FTR. Nope. That would be FTR right now.
4: No, AEW shit. Period. End of story.
5: I mean, I don't. Think it's, it's not the sentiment. FTR also just joined like a month ago. They're not AEW. They're still their own thing until AEW ruins them. So,
2: oh, oh, hold on though, real quick, man, because Tony, you actually in your drunken stupor, you brought up a very interesting point, and this <laughs> is kind of where I wanted. This kind of where I wanted to go into. Anyway. You can interpret it however you want, but the points are still being made. But, but ATW, Jesus Christ! AEW is yep. oh a shit, steam. there we go. But but I'm saying, man, because you know they were uh, originally they were out in front when it came to the whole COVID wrestling thing because they had fans there or they had figured out how to have some semblance of an audience and they were kind of out in front. But it seems like they're losing a lot of steam right now. And you know I'm not trying to I, I'm not trying to be chicken little in this and i'm gonna say this i want aew to succeed because it's good for the industry i'm not one of those guys i'm not pro aew i'm not pro wwe you know me y'all know me i'm you're, um, you know you're find pro flat like aew i find, i, I, I am yeah, pro Plaid. yes i find good things i like about wwe but i don't hesitate to criticize either one of them it like it, 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 is that fair can we, can, can we at least that come to that That is a fair
5: assessment. You are not a homer on any any regard, yes.
2: Yeah, neither but am I. But they've
5: been losing a lot of steam. Yeah, right.
2: But they've been losing a lot of steam lately. And, I mean, obviously they've lost some ratings battles, I think, what, two or three consecutive weeks. And, I, you know, I – okay, yeah, there's something to glean from that. But just as a show, man, they just seem to be losing a lot of steam right now. And I don't know what they do because – yeah, I, I, I don't know what they do, man. I feel like they're blowing it. Like, they had a legitimate shot. I, I almost feel like they're blowing it. And, again, I don't want to be chicken, but as of right now, because it's a sprint. I mean, it's a marathon rather than not a
5: sprint. Yeah, yeah, sprint, I but. get you. And the worst part is I can see some of the wrinkles that they're throwing in there. I can. Like, FTR sitting up next to Hangman after they dumped the beer on Omega and... Hangman just had some beers with them or had some liquor, you know, had some shots, whatever. That's cool. You know where that's going to go is that's probably going to become the new power stable is Hangman and FTR. Omega kind of snapping a little after getting beer dumped on him even when he tried to kind of do a good faith gesture after being a dick last week and you know FTR didn't appreciate it. So we might see Omega be the one to break up the tag team with him and Omega with him and Hangman and then Hangman Buddies up with FTR, and then you get like the good old boys' stable against the elite, so it's actually like cool and tough dudes versus nerds. So, well, that,
2: that, that. that's the, that's the only way that storyline is going to pay off, man, because I, I don't think that's what they initially <laughs> wanted to do. But Hangman is actually cool, Omega's not cool,
5: so you Correct. got to turn Kitty Hill. Yeah. No, I agree with you. But then they do other stupid shit, like Nyla now has Vicky Guerrero as her fucking ma- manager. Uh, Vicky fucking excuse not- me, Wait. Guerrero. Not- oh. hey. It's, it's just just a heat, mag- Come heat magnet. On. It's not a heat magnet. It's just dead to me because it makes no sense. It's not like Nyla can't talk. We ha- we've seen Nyla talk for the last fucking nine months, and now suddenly you give her Vicky because it's supposed to push her over, though she's already had a title run? What what more is there to do when you've already had a title run and you sold and bumped for a 90-pound girl?
2: Well, yeah, that's fair. Like, there's okay. no excuse And that.
5: then you got Taz's dumb fucking ass. Oh. Who fucking brings Brian Cage up really? like a fucking monster. You have him come out in that ladder match. He gets literally buried by fucking everything and their brother. Breaks out of it as the Terminator he is. Destroys everybody, including Luchasaurus and shit like that then you throw in the towel because apparently you just think it's too much on the machine cage, the Terminator, that he's in an armbar when he's still fighting for it, fighting for the rope and moving towards the rope. I, I just, I don't fucking get where they're going with some of their bigger monsters because between Lance Archer having a competitive they, they, match they, with fucking Jelly Nutella they and... I know! that that's yeah. I, I was leading to yeah. that and I'm glad you agree because Lance Archer having a competitive match with Jelly Nutella and all this other bullshit and then you have fucking Cage they throw the towel in on him then you have Darby Allen returns and attacks Cage just because Cage is technically the one that injured him in the latter match how many times has it ever made sense to attack the loser of a title match
2: well this is the thing man and I said this during topic one and we'll move on here you know cause I see PC keep wrapping us up But why I said that I have... What the fuck? The reason I said, hold on, PC, let me just wrap it up. Yeah, why was it fucking wrapping you up
4: at all. Don't throw me under the bus.
2: I'm not throwing you under the bus, man. We're family at this point. You're like, hey,
4: hey, uh, sorry if you guys (laughs) enjoyed this conversation. PC wants us to stop talking about it. We're not just sitting here watching the UFC. (laughs) Go ahead and talk as much as you fucking want. I don't
2: care. You can talk as much as you fucking want, PC. All but right, do you favor cool. and mute that's your fine. microphone? No, mute your microphone, by <laughs> you. So no, so this is why I say that I have <laughs> I more <laughs> But no, this is what I why I said earlier. I have more faith in ghetto than any other booker in wrestling right now, is because ghetto is the booger. And I, I you know, I don't think this works when you have a committee and I think that you know the the same problem that WWE has had for the last 15-20 years is the same problem that AEW has right now there's way too many chiefs in the kitchen and the show is schizophrenic because they'll do some brilliant shit and then they'll come back and do some fuck shit and I think it's because there's too many chiefs in the kitchen and anybody that under the sound of my voice man that has ever worked a job in corporate America because I'm, I'm working in corporate America right now anybody that has ever worked in corporate america you can relate to this there's a lot of dumb shit and politics and bullshit and changes that get made that probably don't need to be made that actually don't need to be made because they're actually going to slow down the workflow and the process but they get made because every single body that's in that room has to say to justify their existence and their paycheck and why they have a job. So everything kind of gets warped down. So and and I think that wrestling is kind of running into that as well. When you got like, you know, 15 in WWE's case, 15, 20, 30 different writers in AEW's case. Hell, I don't know how many people are back there writing. But yeah, when you don't have a unified a unified vision of where you're going and what you're doing, the shit ends up coming up schizophrenic. Back out! He just wanted to be heard. Oh, Fuck it though.
0: So far away! Coast to coast!
2: Easy to get anywhere! On the grass,
3: The guy
2: behind the wheel. How does it feel? When there's no destination,
3: Living might in might America. Might. Wow. Uh, 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 eye to eye.
2: Station to station. Living in America. Means... Hand to hand. Across the nation. Woo.
5: Editor It's each out.
2: I guess that means it's time for the next topic, unless Andrew has something pithy to say.
5: Next topic's fine.
4: Oh, no pithiness? Uh, I apologize. I apologize, folks. I apologize. There will be be zero pithiness on this fucking podcast.
2: Excuse me for trying to bring some intelligence to the situation, Mr. Turnney. My fucking bad. dude.
3: Use your
1: head.
4: If it was any other topic, I would clearly have a soundbite ready to introduce said topic. But, considering (laughs) we've been doing this show all evening, and I don't know, I could have pulled something from previously, but I'm actually looking forward to this, actually, Andrew, and it's interesting because I'm looking forward to it, right? Right. Uh, Slam anniversary. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm really looking forward to see what surprises happen. The card that's set right now doesn't really thrill me, but I feel like something interesting is going to happen, regardless of what said free agents have COVID right now.
5: Ah, I, I, I see what you did there, and. Though he was never on my short list of who might show up to Impact. I, I, I like how you're thinking. I really do. But, yeah, so Impact is having Slammiversary on July 7 18th. Sorry, July 18th, which is a Saturday, which is weird because it's a Saturday. And they usually do their pay-per-views on Monday or on Sunday. Wow, I'm fucking up all the days. Christ, we're all drinking too much. This is just getting bad. Damn. All right, so the fucking show's on Saturday. They usually have it on Sunday, and I think it's probably just because fucking Extreme Rules horror fucking garbage is on fucking Sunday, so they wanted wow, to make sure that they wow, had. Wow! Wow! Oh, wait,
4: was that was that too mean? No, I, I don't. I'm still angry. Yeah, for I don't. Uh, no, no, no. I, I honestly no. Honestly, still angry for being. No, listen. When I accidentally took it out on WWE, because WWE has been mediocre,
2: but it hasn't I don't,
4: me lately. I don't think that that's too mean, and I'm the WWE apologist. Oh, shit. not,
2: man. Sasha and Asuka is going to be great.
5: Uh, Asuka is going to be great. You're right. Sasha?
4: Sasha. Sasha won. Drew. Yes, Drew, Drew. McIntyre. Platt good. would love to be the and meat, meat in a Sasha sandwich. That's it's right. like, Sasha. I'll have a Sasha. What kind of meat know. would you like, one, Platt? The
5: two and the three, and he's right. just gonna but anyway, Slim, done Slim would, doesn't would, have Asuka or Sasha would, we're done. or Drew McIntyre. But so let, let, let's, let's pivot to Impact for a half a second because Tony's actually uh, entertained by the concept of who may show Not up. Not really. Be it the, uh, the newly revealed COVID <laughs> having Rusev or Miro, whatever he may go by, the good well, we brothers. Got- Whoa, 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 whoa! I, I missed that. He got
2: the Rona. Rusev he, got the Rona.
5: He got the Rona because Lana's parents got the Rona, and then he Lana got the Rona, so he had the Rona.
2: So, well, I knew her parents had the Rona. I didn't know Lana and and her husband had the Rona as well.
5: Apparently, they've been around the parents enough that Rusev got the Rona. So that that's plausible ec3 was a big name that threw around alex shelley was hinting towards chris sabin showing back up and impacted the smart thing by showing a flashback match of chris sabin versus kenny king versus suicide from Slimversary 2013 on the go-home show so there's a lot of good good hints good good playing like eric young's a big one that they've hinted a few times too we could have uh Mr. Anderson show up again because Mr. Anderson was supposed to show up for the No Place Like Home TNA show during Mania Weekend, and or during Mania Week, and that just never came to be because Mania Week never came to be. So, there, there's a lot of shit moving. Plus, you gotta figure if Bully Ray shows up, we might get some OG beautiful people because Velvet Sky and Bully Ray have been together for probably close to a decade now. So Wow, the, has it been that long? It's gotta be, because I don't think Velvet's really been, like, in 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 wrestling much in, like, the last decade. Because I know they had that, that brief stint in ROH, but she's kind of been intermittently in and out. And Madison Rain is gonna be in the Knockouts Gauntlet match, so Velvet could always help out her old, beautiful people stablemate. And that would just pop people, because everybody loves Velvet. Everybody loves letting the pigeons loose, as Taz used to say. So mm-hmm. that, that, that's going to be big. We might see, you never know, Tara. Taylor Wilde has made, you know, kind of allusions to wanting to get back in the ring after retiring a while ago. That was before, that was probably 13 or 14 years ago. Because she was really good, but that was early TNA against like Awesome Kong and Sarita. She had some great matches and some great tag matches with Sarita as, Sarita, as her partner and stuff like that. So Slammiversary hopefully please. Tugs on the heartstrings a little bit with nostalgia. We're gonna have some great matches because it's gonna be Chris Bay and Willie Mac. So you actually can't pick a favorite out of that, can you, Chris?
2: <laughs> no, I can't because I'm rude for everybody black and kiss my I, ass about it.
5: We know you've been that way. You've been very, uh, been, been very upfront about that. So that's why I just bust your balls a little bit because you know if it was two Asians against each other, I would just hope for a good match. So fuck, <laughs> but
2: so. L- let me ask you this though man because I know that Impact had done some taping down in Mexico I believe they've even done some taping here in Atlanta if I'm not mistaken I, I could be but I'm sure you'll correct me on that so anniversary are they taping that here or not here but in Canada in Canada
5: my assumption is that it's an undisclosed location because I don't think I've seen anything so and it's going to be on Fight Island it could be on Fight Island it could be in Dubai or wherever that is <laughs> But I not really think- filmed in Canada in a while, even though Anthem's in Canada, because there was a storyline that played out that certain people, like The North, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, were quarantined in Canada so they couldn't show up to like the first month of tapings because they were travel-restricted. So wherever they were taping was obviously not Canada.
2: So that's my thing, man, because I don't know where they're taping this show and... That I, I think that's going to affect who's going to be there and who isn't. I know we've heard a lot of uh scuttlebutt that the Good Brothers going to be there, which frankly that makes no sense to me. I think they. I mean, I'm I'm starting to lean towards they are going to be an impact, but the reason I said that that doesn't make sense because I know, I think yeah, Gallo's the one, the non-Asian white. He actually lives here in the Atlanta area, in the Georgia area, and I mean that that's does, a five-hour drive. Yeah, that's a five-hour drive from Jacksonville, so you think that would be more beneficial, but it appears that they're going to show up on some impact television here.
5: Let me put it this way. Take this for what it is. Jimmy Jacobs and Don Callis do something called Aftershock on Twitch after the show, which is basically them doing a 15-, 20-minute podcast back and forth just recapping the show and talking kayfabe shit. The last two or three weeks, Don Callis has put his his display name on Skype as a hell of a brother, a good brother, somewhere in Georgia. You, you know, shit like that. So, they've been hinting so hard towards the good brothers that I wouldn't be surprised one way or the other because they're beating people over the head so hard with it. Why would you not have them not show up at Slammiversary but have them show up at tapings? Just to fuck with people. Because I, I think that would be fucking hilarious, personally. But, I I almost think that's a given, just with how heavy everybody's been talking about it and how much they've already kind of pseudo-confirmed through Meltzer and other things that they have a half New Japan, half, like, Impact Dates kind of contract and they're happy with the money kind of thing.
4: How about the social media posts? Which one? You haven't seen Gallows in a fucking Impact shirt?
5: Well, I mean he was in Impact years ago so that's just that's just next level troll shit because we all know they have comedy chops like how many of their vignettes when they first came over was them being goofy with like Dr. Scrubs and fucking Dana Brooke was their nurse and it's, it's just really good foreshadowing or fucking with people, it's one or the other they're they, there this is wrestling, you never know I mean, he'd slay Fucking. PC Tony
4: wants you to tell and you and that they're gonna be in Impact Wrestling, unfortunately. I don't disagree necessarily, but I
2: wouldn't be surprised if there's a little baby swerve. Be
4: surprised if they're there. not.
2: Can can you at least uh, mute your mic as you're trying to put it back on the stand? No, not at all. Reason?
4: I can. Just, I'm just hold it right here for the rest of the night. Hello, everybody. That that gets the belligerent drunk thing around even better, though. Honestly, just the fact that
2: he's trying to find the hole to put it back and he's getting real close to his face. I
4: like, never wow. have a problem. I never have a problem putting close <laughs> to my face or finding the hole.
2: I think we all three of us have a problem, but I don't think we're ready for that conversation said, yet. <laughs> After
3: that comment, though, we should I'm functioning. Rolling. Fuck off. We need we need to leave some space you so Johnny can throw in the uh, the Bill Murray
5: is in the hole, is in the hole. That, that's that's what we need. We need that right there.
4: Cinderella story. <laughs> yeah.
5: In, um, but no, so Impact's you know? got a lot going for it Hopefully they don't drop the ball And hopefully they do have some good nostalgia trips Or some good big free agent signings To keep their name on the tip of everybody's tongue Instead of just them playing real good With people's emotions And I- I'm happy because this is the fucking I think the most people been excited For Slammiversary in years
4: No one's excited
5: Excited not I- for the Hard, but for the prospect of what could happen, which is still for Slammiversary. Even you said you were marginally interested, and that's more credit than you've given them in fucking, what, a decade? I take it back.
2: I like the the, the, the delusional moose shit that they've been doing as well, because you, I mean, we've had these conversations off air, man, I think there is some money in moose. Is is he the, the second coming of Lutez? Of course not. But he's a big... Dude, that looks like he can beat people's ass, and he's got some charisma. I think there's some money to be made off of him, and I'm, I'm enjoying this this delusional run he's had since he brought back the TNA title.
5: This is great, and he's actually gotten better in the ring because when we did talk about Impact more often last year, the, our biggest my biggest gripe was the fact that he wasn't the smoothest in the ring, and you acknowledged it, though you were still firmly in his corner because you know
2: of yeah, who you're. You, know. <laughs> you know yeah.
5: <laughs> I'll, I'll
4: start. I'll start last thoughts on this topic, and I'll put it on Moose. I'm still not sold. Uh, there's a reason he's not where he should be, and he could be better. I'm interested, but not that interested.
2: I'll
5: check it out. And, oh, and uh, Tasha Steez is
2: a cutie pie. I just had to throw that out there.
5: Kira Hogan's still the the best one out of that that group, but Tasha Steeles is cute. I agree. Uh, yeah. mm. Yes, but no, I, I okay. Moose I like Moose. I think could really be the franchise player for Impact if they wanted to strap the rocket to him, but they need to have him in something that matters. The longest problem the longest problem he had was the fact that all of his matches were middling mid card bullshit, and every time he got a decent match against like Austin Aries he lost i was about to say just kind of chumped out okay that's fair but i was about to
2: say like we can't say that he hasn't had good matches because that match with aries was a good match no, no, but no, i mean I'm that saying. obviously was for but that was more on aries than it yes. was moose so i'll give you that uh, yeah yeah because as regardless of what you think about austin aries he's a damn good wrestler
5: oh yeah he's a delusional dickhead but like he's a good wrestler
2: yeah <laughs> Well, that's pretty much you just literally described, like, 95% of the industry.
5: I did, didn't I?
4: Yeah. He's, from, he's from He's from Milwaukee, unfortunately.
5: That explains yeah, you. Yeah, that makes sense. want to go to the next that one? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dude, that makes perfect they sense. got
2: the answers. I changed the questions.
4: topic number five we're watching it right now it's on our tvs as we record the ufc has been the only consistent thing during covid and we just recently had a gigantic pay-per-view and now we're getting some you know free fights on espn thoughts on the whole sporting world and what you've actually been watching what you're looking forward to it looks like Baseball and basketball is coming back. They're trying to figure out the college football season. The NFL, indeed, it wants to make their money. So, first and foremost, thoughts on being able to watch the UFC fights? And, you know, what are the odds that all these sports are actually going to come back?
2: So, I really enjoyed the inaugural Fight Island, which happened on Saturday. I thought it was a really good card. I was entertained by all the fights. I disagree with some of the decisions, you know, some of the the winners of the fights. But overall, I thought it was it was entertaining. I was a little upset that they didn't scare to the skid of the ridiculousness of what Fight Island is, and I've talked about that ad nauseum on Three Man Weave. But it was it was fun. It was a fun night of fights. Um, as far as the the, the... You know, athletics coming from this. Do I think baseball is going to continue their season or conclude and have a full season? Do I think the NBA is going to have a season? I don't know. You know what I mean? My my big litmus test, and I said this earlier in the in the in the show, man. My big litmus test is going to see what happens when we try to play football because I truly believe, as much as Americans love their football, if there is not no football, this shit is going to turn into the Hunger Games. Like we're really going to get that misanthropic, you know, post-apocalyptic post, uh, post uh, apocalyptic world that we see in, you know, countless movies. So that's my litmus test. Do I think that the NBA and Major League Baseball is going to conclude their seasons? I don't know. Major League Baseball, I don't think so. NBA, I think so because they're hell-bent on finishing their season, but... I I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, man. This is all unprecedented time for all of us, man, and we really don't know what's going to happen.
5: I I don't disagree necessarily with your assessment because it does seem like NBA is, as you said, hell-bent on getting their season in, even if it's just this little quick tournament to figure out who the the top eight seeds are and then the quick playoffs kind of thing. Baseball... I don't Baseball's always been in a weird position for me. I know this might be a sacrilegious statement for Tunny because he's a, he's a big baseball head. But, like, it, it's not fun to watch on TV. No, it sucks. <laughs> so, okay, okay, good. I'm glad you're there because, like, it's fun to play, but to watch on TV, it's fucking painful. So unless it's playoffs. It, it, unless here, it's the playoffs.
4: It, unless it's it, the playoffs it, or you're a
2: team. Okay, and it's
5: your team for the it, it's playoffs. Fun, yes.
2: It's fun to be there, too
5: yeah well yes at the game it's more entertaining too so if if and if the mlb skips this year that may actually make people miss it and could actually increase fandom viewership whatever but i'm i'm i don't give a fuck about mlb nfl i'm right on the same page as you with if people don't have it then people will go crazy
2: well this is the thing about baseball man and i want to get back to nfl after i make this point here man Baseball is one of those sports that kind of gets passed down generation to generation, like you know, father to son. Or in my particular case, it was grandfather to son because my grandfather, rest his soul, Poppy was a huge baseball guy. So you know, I would find myself sitting there watching baseball games with Poppy, and I think that's that's see, how
5: that, that see, game. Yes, <laughs> yes, he's very excited for baseball. Shut up! <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shut
2: up! But no, but seriously, man, I think that's how that game gets passed down, man. And I mean, and I love baseball. I really do. I love baseball because I understand baseball. I understand the strategy and everything. Like, baseball is like live chess. But even me, man, you know, thanks to social media and, you know, cell phones and whatnot, I have the attention span of a raisin. And if it's not a playoff game where literally every pitch and every decision counts, so that adds to the drama of it. It's hard for me to sit through a whole game, man, eh, unless I'm actually there. Which I always like to go to baseball games cuz you know, the live experience is, is
5: unparalleled
2: to any other.
4: Yes, sir. CC, welcome to my son's TV show. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Papi, good job. Really? Now, if we could just get me Kimes, that would top it all off. But that's mm. a different story altogether. Okay, mm. you you can
2: both blow me because my grandfather was a cool ass motherfucker, man, and there no will be no.
4: is war. Below me.
5: I know. I, and know, I, I know. agree I with going to baseball. is fun because shit. There's a I think a double A ball team literally like five minutes down the street from where I live. So that's fun. And it's the Yankees' farm team, so we've seen Jeter and Alex, Gonzalez, uh, Alex Rodriguez when he was, like, rehabbing and all that stuff. So it, it, it's good, and I agree. Going there is fun because you actually get to see the stupid shit between innings where you just get to go up and go to the pro shop or get an overpriced hot dog or something like that. It's fine. But I don't know. I, I, think, I think baseball kind of needs a reboot, and even if it's a season off because... The strike in what was it, 94, didn't kill anybody. So if we happen to have a yeah. COVID off. But I mean, the strike, the hockey strike killed hockey. Hockey ain't been the same since that. Well, they also changed their rules. They changed the blue line rules. They changed the two line pass rule. They changed a lot of shit just to make it higher scoring. Yeah, it's, it's fucking hockey. If the score is like three to two, no one gives a shit. It's hockey. We just want to see you punch each other.
4: So, all this conversation started with the UFC. Let's bring it back and round it out with the UFC. From what Dana White has said, Fight Island has been the most accommodating place that UFC has ever put on a show, including the place they put on Vegas. I mean, let's talk about that for a little bit. I mean, the place over here... Abu Dhabi, Yaz Island is fucking phenomenal. It's well, of better. Th- it it's better than Vegas, from what I hear.
5: Because it's a bigger tourist thing, and Abu Dhabi's all money. And of course, they want the fucking American money, so they're going to treat them like fucking kings. Which it's not to be racist or whatever, because any tourist place would want American tourists. Because even if our dollar isn't the strongest. It's still, we are the, one of the bigger touring and one of the bigger power countries when it comes to just, you know, foot traffic in a place. So, they're smart as shit, the fact that they're treating Dana White and everybody in the UFC like, you know, like gods are like better than at Las Vegas, because that's, that's fucking great. That means he'll go back. That means more people will want to do stuff out of Abu Dhabi. And that means more money for them. It's fucking genius business and i mean you know
2: we all ridiculed the idea of fight island and rightfully so because it's utterly ridiculous and then it didn't come out looking the best during this whole rona situation but at the same point in time we're starving for sports and they did put on an entertaining card on saturday like i, I don't know what's happening tonight we're recording this on a wednesday I've been kind of passively watching the fights because, you know, we had to talk about NXT and uh, AEW and all of that. But I mean, Saturday's card was entertaining. I was thoroughly entertained. Let me ask
5: Since my it, it was, was well, fucked up with New Japan, well, how was the Masvidal? Well, well, fight? No, I'm, I'm, like, on, I'm with quick, your opinion. Man. Like you can it off. Like how was the Masvidal fight?
2: Okay, just real quick, man. Before I get to what you're saying, I'm just gonna finish up what I was saying. And I mean I think that the, the car drew like what one point three million or something like that. Like Dana White is literally doing what Vince McMahon thought he was going to be able to do. Are you, I, he was are you done shitting now, on
4: so Dana White? No,
2: choice but to to him. no, no, the Masvidal fight I I actually had Masvidal winning because I thought he was gonna take uh he was gonna take Uman out early. And he blew his wide after the first round. and, and Uman on Floyd Mayweather's side of the game, just kind of picked him apart from there. So can and, you I, know, just watching that fight, it made me think that Uman might be the the best fighter in the world right now. So the, the decision was
4: a, legit. Can I ask you a quick question? The
2: decision was legit. Yes. Can I ask
4: you a quick question? If I can say that, if, actually, let me if, say it. Let me have, say it first. Go for it <clears throat> can I ask you a quick question, Mister Plath? Um. Of of the three-man weave, there's three of us. That's why it's named such. Do you know who got all of the main event fights right?
2: I'm assuming it's you, and you're trying to put yourself over. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's,
5: and... it's the one the most in the tank out of the three of us here, because yeah. he's bringing it up. Yeah. Yes. Good job. Yes. I mean, the yes. Paige Van Zandt one wasn't really a hard guess, because she hasn't won anything that mattered in how long? She's just cute and tiny. Oh no!
4: It'd be <laughs> exactly. even more right if it, we were including that, but no, we're just the three main events. That's all. That was okay. the main card, though,
5: wasn't it? Uh, what, no, wait, but I was just play? saying. That I'm I'm yeah, saying the yeah, three yeah,
4: titles, title the fights. Card. You know, the three title fights.
5: Oh, the some title fights. Okay.
4: Yeah. And, hey, and so hey Fokker, I got titles. Title you want to milk I
2: dispute, me? I, I I dispute some of those decisions, but I'm not. You know, I'm not going to go there. But at
5: least the Usman one was straight up.
4: Usman yeah, is boring as fuck and he's going to be a round, champ for a long time. That's my commentary on that.
2: I, don't I don't think, Yeah, I don't think it was boring. After the match, it all boring. blew his moat that first round. And, you know, it's because he wasn't training to fight and he was trying to knock him out, which is what I thought was going to happen. But yeah, Usman might be the best in the game right now. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. I agree. He might be the best in the game.
5: Interesting, because see, I, I just like Masvidal because he's kind of mouthy, like Connor. Exactly. So exactly. That, that that's good. Business. Yes. yes, yes,
4: yes. Unlike so, Connor, he has to win.
5: Well, uh, Connor's taken a couple losses, so and then he retires, and then he unretires, and then he retires again. So we'll find out what's going on with him probably in six months after Corona. So <laughs> this could just be him trying to avoid fighting during Rona, and. I'll- Yeah, I
2: I would love to see uh, a Masvidal-Connor fight because I don't think he needs to fight um, uh, what's the uh, Russian brother Khabib because that's going to be all bad like Connor's going to get his ass whooped again but you could sell the fight versus him versus Masvidal because they're both going to be talking
5: shit I I feel like if Connor went right into Khabib after this time off he'd get his ass kicked but no. if he had a couple more tune-up fights again like he did against Cerrone and he was supposed to continue tune-up fights so he had two or three under his belt then the Khabib thing would maybe be in reach a little more
4: I'm brave Neg- 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 what the
5: fuck did you just try to say?
4: you heard me Neg- <laughs> <I don't
5: know>. <laughs> <laughs> it should have to be better to try that again <laughs> Neg-
4: I think it's Nagur Neg- <laughs> Neg-
5: what? are you praying right now is that a god somewhere
4: I, you said it
5: no I'm just repeating you I don't even know who you're talking about
4: yeah Khabib oh Khabib's
5: last name shit I haven't looked at his last name
4: it's like about Rashad back in the day from NBA uh, inside the NBA or or what was it
5: Nirmagomedov
4: No, it's not pronounced like it's a number. number. Uh, It's like uh, Ahmad Rashad would always be like Dwayne Chinsus. Dwayne, you always pick on Dwayne Chinsus. You'd be like Dwayne (laughs) Chinsus. Oh, I I thought you were saying like Ahmad
2: Rashad. Like Ahmad Rashad's not that hard to say. No,
4: inside the NBA, he'd be like he'd have all the the, 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 the highlights, and he'd be like, oh, and then Dwayne is over there, you know, for a layup.
5: I mean, drunk drunk Tony is a nice addition to the podcast, don't you think, Chris? <laughs> it is. I'm having
2: a good time. I don't know how well it's going to come across, but I'm <laughs> enjoying it.
4: <laughs> Sometimes I just want to check out center for the Sacramento Kings. Dwayne Fisher.
5: All, all I'm gonna say is that you remember I don't know if you remember if you listened to it but when uh, Chris Jericho did his Drunk, co cast everybody loved it because he was such a fucking sloppy mess that it was just a great show. I feel like this is in that similar vein where you know, Tunny's out in that great Jericho kind of comedy with him trying to speak English and I've just been angry and you've actually been trying to toe the line. Hola!
4: Me amo PC Tunny but- ¿Dónde está la biblioteca?
5: Why is your Spanish still tolerable, but your English is just black? <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, I'm How the fuck is it going? Yeah, I'm
3: Picitani.
5: Hold on, let me say in Spanish. Me llamo Picitani. Escúchame a barracón a Cherishout Radio Network. So, let's get this out the way
2: before we get up out of here. Mr. Tunney, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Why don't you let the good folks know where they can find you, sir?
4: Way down in Mexico. No. uh, (laughs) Apparently.
5: Margaritaville, too, apparently. Oh, tonight, yeah,
4: for sure. Uh, My name is PC Tunney. You can find me wherever PC Tunney is found.
5: The bar tonight,
2: <laughs> and perhaps in a twelve-step program. But anywho, Andrew, let the good folks know where they can find you. Last
4: time, steps to get the last time I entered a twelve-step program, I drank all twelve of them. <laughs> there we go. I
5: knew he had a joke for that. Oh shit! All right, well, the the, the Twitter thing, that place at IWC War Chief. Uh, follow the shit I write for New Japan and Impact. <laughs> uh, I'll be covering Slammiversary and God knows what else this, oh, wow, that got me it's I'm sorry a crazy show this is great but Like, I swear we don't write like we speak so we get the days
4: right the English <laughs> actually there grammatic, mostly grammatically me as you says fella and it, it, it's really hard to
5: slur typing shit I might try that could you imagine a drunk review of something? Us? Oh,
4: hmm. I could. I, <laughs> could imagine. I can imagine. It.
5: Tony. Thank I c- you. I can imagine it right now. <laughs> Tony just fucking head desks the whole fucking keyboard. A poof. Yep, that's the match, boys and girls. Eighteen stars out of three. What?
4: <laughs> hey, Chris. Before you, why don't it. Chris, Chris? Why don't you close us out and imagine the show you could have had the other day? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a little insider baseball, ladies and gentlemen, but it was hilarious. I know y'all don't know, but that shit was funny as hell. I, I have done drunk reviews before as well, and yeah, yeah, probably shouldn't do that. But you all can find me on, on uh, Twitter at The Real flat. More importantly, make sure everybody goes to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Pick up an official Chair Shot t shirt. Again, we've got something for everybody. And quite frankly, I don't have to beg you to do this shit, man. You're here. You're listening. You're a cheer shot fan. You enjoy the content we provide. So please make sure we can keep providing that content by going to the pro wrestling. Excuse me, Jesus Christ. Pro com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you. Thank you. And please. For our drunk commissioner, PC Tudge. Fuck you. It's with- it's always weird when Andrew isn't the drunken mess on the show. Like it I don't is. Even know how. That's the true this. story. But shout out to yes, please Fuck just you. mute your microphones. Okay, <laughs> and please both of you just mute your microphones. No, so, no way, for Mr. Andrew Blast. <laughs> I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes. glad I pray that you guys had. am PC drunky to this. He certainly <laughs> is PC drunky. Please disregard PC Drunkie, He'll no, be much better next week.
4: Don't disagree, but all me. jokes
2: aside, I, you you literally told me to close it up, and now you're interrupting me as I'm trying to close Deal it. Deal
5: with it. Just the and help him home. <laughs> it's okay.
2: <laughs> He's already home, man. We can't help him, and we we're not there, so it's we can't. A true use this story. Like, how the hell am I supposed to end this? show?
4: You're fucked. Just keep talking.
5: <laughs> uh, right, that could actually be the title of this show You're fucked, to just keep talking
2: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen Enjoy Extreme Rules Enjoy Slammiversary Enjoy Fight Island Enjoy whatever the hell you enjoy right now Because we're in turbulent times right now And everybody needs a little distraction A distraction isn't always the worst thing We all need a little distraction So enjoy your distractions Until next time, we'll be back. Same plat time, same plat channel. Shalom. Get it, Carly. And get us the fuck out of here.
4: I think it's I think it's way too uh, you know optimal to not have a post show here.
2: Yeah, I think you need to go eat some bread, my guy. Wow, <laughs> yeah, you, need to eat you sound like my aunt
4: it. at my sister's wedding. You need to eat something. You need to fuck off. <laughs>
5: I'll eat when I'm Jeez. goddamn ready, Dad. I mean, the bread's not gonna help too much because I was supposed to soak up the alcohol ahead of time. But yeah, you know, yeah. that that ship is once once the ship
4: yeah once the ship has set sail, there's nothing you can do. That's the fucking that's a that's a misnomer with fucking drinking. You can't undo it. There's no undoing. Yeah no, you
5: just got a hair of the dog it tomorrow, buddy. It's just time. Hey,
4: hey, hey. Time is the only thing that can help you.
5: Time. Time is hey, of the essence. Hey, time is a hey, hey, construct. That's, that's where we're heading. We're, yes, yeah, time is a
2: social construct. <laughs> but, yeah, hair of the dog. That's, yeah, that's where we're heading. Yeah. That's so you keep,
5: keep a picture of margaritas next to your bed mm-hmm. when you wake up with a headache and you have to sip something to get through the day
2: <laughs> yeah we pray you have a beer or a white claw or something like that that's how this show is going to get edited <laughs>
4: I'll leave you with this folks some of us are professionals and we'll wake up uh, bright eyed and bushy tailed Till next time this has been and- Podest War